Welcome, listeners, to our latest side quest. Hi, um, this, hey, um, we're we're getting literary this week. Um, mm. We're 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 breaking out the book learning a little bit and like <laughs> talking a little bit about about the Witcher books, the Witcher novels, the Witcher short stories, um, specifically. A recent bit of news that broke. Valerie, do you want to do you want to elaborate a bit? Yeah, I mean, we say news. It's like news question mark, but yeah, (laughs) news by like the definition of like social media. I think you know uh, what they consider news. Basically, at the Taipei International Book Exhibition, uh, Andrzej Sapkowski, the author of the Witcher books, was asked if he has plans to write any more, and he basically said they are in the plans and didn't elaborate (laughs) further. So. Yeah. Are there more books coming? Maybe, maybe not. But it seems, um, you know, more of a possibility than a couple of years ago when he was like, no, story's done. No more books. Yeah, that's what's interesting to me is I felt like that he was very clear on this is it. You know, like there's no more books. We're I'm done with The Witcher. I'm moving on to do other things. And then like, I think in I don't know if it was the same article you read or the one I read about this um this book expo and this these comments he made seemed to suggest that he had said pretty much the same thing before that oh they're in the plans but that's about all he says without elaborating which i had not heard i had not heard that he had alluded to possible um future books so the way i see it is he's just kind of keeping the door open it sure doesn't sound like he has he's working on these things and will be like releasing anything anytime soon at least not to me but then again, maybe he's one of those writers that like, you know, like kind of keeps what he's working on to himself and then surprise like, <laughs> suddenly out. I don't honestly I don't. It'd be interesting to maybe read a little bit about how Andrzej Sapkowski's career has gone to see if that is how he tends to do things or what his if, process is. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or if he tends to be one who's a little bit in the past has been a little bit more vocal about what he's working on. And so this maybe then under that lens would come off as. Eh, you know, yeah, they're in the works, you know, just like a, a non-answer. Um, we're going to assume we're not going to assume that it's that he, you know, he's working on stuff or that we'll see more stuff or that, you know, he, it wasn't kind of this sort of weird non-answer. But we're going to we're going to, you know, imagine what it would be like, I think, to have more books and and um, and talk a little bit about, I think, what we'd want to see. That's kind of the plan, right? Yeah, but before we get into that, okay, I think, have we ever done a segment of surprise and a side quest before? <laughs> I'm going to tangentially segment of surprise you because you it's, related, okay. it's related to the topic at hand, Tim. I okay. have finished Season of Storms. Oh, you have? Oh, this <laughs> I is did. A good, this is a good, no, this is an excellent segment to surprise me with um, in this Thank episode. Thank you. Because, um, because yeah, it, it's very much related and um, I think when we get into the bigger discussion, I'll, I'm going to be bringing this book up a couple times. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, that now I'm genuinely surprised. Um, listeners, the reason why I'm saying that <laughs> is because um, off mic, just in our regular lives, I've had conversations uh, with Valerie, sometimes legit, just curious. Other times, admittedly, probably, you know, give, teasing her, ribbing her a little bit about how long <laughs> is it going to take you to read this fucking book? Yeah. Um, because she's been, you know, reading it for a while. And, you know, compared to um, the prior books that mm-hmm. Valerie has read, it seemed to be taking a while. So and the last and the answer time, was always, who cares? He's not going to write anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wasn't, but it could have been, you know, uh. um, but like, no, um, like in the last time I think you and I talked about it, you know, you were still a ways yep. to go. You weren't that some... far 
far in? Like, oh, you were into it, but you, you felt I was like, like you were two, maybe at the two, halfway point. I think okay, it was like two thirds. two thirds, yeah. All right, yeah, it was still a good portion to go, and you know, you hadn't, you didn't really have a lot of momentum on it, right? Um, so what did you just do a mad rush? To <laughs> I sort of did. So I want to backtrack a little bit just for people who aren't aware, like what we're talking about. So Season of Storms is the last book written in the Witcher saga. It came out mm-hmm. in 2013, but it's not the last book in the canonical series. It kind of takes place like after in between somewhere in the short stories. I think it takes place like before the Striga uh, story mm. is essentially where it fits in the canon. And it's yeah. very controversial because a lot of people, I don't know, would you say people don't like it or people have mixed feelings on it? Yeah, it's just it's how, how do I say this? It's not a book where people just think it's like, you know, it diminishes a series in any yeah. way or anything like that. Like, it's not like. Like there are some, and I'm trying to think of an example, and none are coming to mind where there's like just a bad book in the series. You know, yeah. like I'm not, a, I guess I'm not a Twilight fan. It's probably not the best one to bring up, but I do know when that last book in the Twilight Saga came out, a lot of people were like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, um, or like yeah. Hunger Games. I have zero interest in the President Snow Hunger Games book. Yeah. Like I read all the other Hunger Games books, loved them, but I just They're I don't prequel. care. Yeah. yeah, I don't care at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that I haven't read, so I I don't know if it's bad or if it's it's one thing to not care about it, another thing if it kind of you know, yeah to be fair I haven't read before. it but yeah um you know this is not that sort of it's not that bad um that but bad. it's just not it's just not one <laughs> of the, one Beetle. of the better it's not that bad put it on it's the just, cover <laughs> well, honestly I think that's what that's the 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 yeah uh, the I mean we'll, we'll hear what you think but I think that for me that's the correct critical response because it's like yeah. it's like it's not. Um, it's not one of the better books, certainly. Um, it is arguably the worst. Um, at least a lot of people, I think, would argue that. It just kind of, and it doesn't add too much to the whole storyline. Like it, it, um, you know, it, it, it fills some stuff in. It really, it's really kind of nice, I guess, Geralt Yasker moments, mm-hmm. Geralt Dandelion moments in the book. So there's a lot of that. And it does present another one of Geralt's past relationships. You get to see that the sort of shape it took, um, which is his relationship with Coral and stuff. So, but like, it's not an essential book. So I don't think. I think if you're a listener who have not read the books, like you don't need to read this one if you don't want to. I mean, if and you want to, go on ahead. But you, you know, if you're kind of like, all right, I, I feel like I've got enough Witcher, and you haven't read this one, I don't. It's totally skippable in my mind. And then so, I, you had said to me, because I haven't finished the series yet. I believe I yeah, have two more books to go. In part because of what I was just saying. Right. Yeah, and it, and yeah. you had said to me that if I were you, I would read this one before you finish the series. Mm-hmm. Like, don't yeah. let this be your last book. Do you have, yeah. do you want to expound on why you said that or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of what I was just saying before. Right, yeah. Because it's like, it's a very sort of just, you know average so-so book and it's kind of it's also kind of silly like i i'd like to hear your thoughts on it but mm-hmm. it's it's also the way it's written is a little yeah. weird and yeah and then because it's set before the saga it's set like kind of within the short stories um i don't think it's there's any reason you need to save it for the end like it's like if you're if you're if you do read them in the order they're written and, you know, and you read the short stories, you read the novels, and then you read Season of Storms, you know, you're kind of just ending it on a very just sort of meh note. No mm-hmm. one seems to love this book. Yeah. Um, you know, like like talking to um, other people, you know, like our friend Brett, who, you know, has discussed the books extensively on 
um, on, 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 on the path, especially in its prior incarnation, has said he has no interest in ever covering mm-hmm. um, Season of Storms. I think Alyssa from um, Breakfast in Beauclair has kind of said, God, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get to this <laughs> point. You know? So it's like, it's like, you know, these are lovers of the material, yeah. lovers of the books and, and the franchise. And it's like, they're all just kind of like, I don't know about. And so that was why. And then, yeah, like, because it's set before um, the big saga, the big sort of, you know, story with Siri and Geralt and Yennefer and, you know, and everything that goes down there that, that they're really starting to adapt with the Netflix series. It's like, you don't have to wait till the end. Um, there is a matter of the epilogue. Did you read the yeah, epilogue? Or did I, you I did read it? the epilogue and I'm yeah. going to be very vague as to not yeah, spoil let's anything. Not, when let's we not discuss spoil this. Book. this there's, you, there's a you, potential spoiler in the epilogue, but it's handled vaguely enough that I honestly feel like if you didn't know, you might be able to skirt through and not get what the spoiler is. But for me, I had basically messaged you because I do know some spoilers from the book series. And I was just like, hey, if this is the thing I know, am I okay to read this? And you said, yeah, you're okay to read this. And I, yeah, I was. Yeah, (laughs) it is a thing. It is a big spoiler, though. So I would say for listeners and I've told Valerie this and I might I probably have said this on the podcast before. Um, I my opinion is I suggest if you're going to read Season of Storms, read it before you start the saga where I read it was after the short story books before starting um, on Blood of Elves. That's when I read it. And I think that's a pretty good place to read it. Yeah. Um, you could also even read it after um, The Last Wish before you move on to um, Sword of Destiny because it's set within The Last Wish. So so that's, you know, either of those options are fine. But what you want, what I suggest doing if you don't want to get spoiled or even run the risk of getting spoiled, Valerie may be right, maybe it's vague enough, you won't be, but you could just skip the epilogue. It's not. You could. It doesn't it, add anything. Like, come yeah. back and read it later. Yeah. It, it, because like the way Season of Storms works is there's kind of a, a very branching, but sort of overarching, narr- like main storyline. But then it's, there are these little interludes in between, mm-hmm. right? That kind yeah. of, that might just be a scene with a character who doesn't appear anywhere else in the story. And, um, you know, I think Sapkowski kind of, um, experiments with this at, in other ways mm-hmm. in the novels as well, but it's very sort of um, deliberate here in Season of Storms. And so basically the epilogue is like another one of these interludes. It's just one that's that comes at the end. So, it you know, you still get the complete Geralt story. Um, you just kind of, you know, you miss out on this little bit that that does sort of allude to basically the, the ending of the series mm-hmm. and something that if you don't know, um, you know, like if you don't know how it ends and, you know, this could potentially spoil that for you. So um, but it's easy to skip because it's this last sort of epilogue. So just, you know, skip that yeah, if you want. Just don't read the to. epilogue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, like like what? Yeah. What do you think? What did you think about my like? Yeah, I know you've told me we've had some off off yeah. mic conversations about it. So I may know some of what you're going to say. But I don't know what you think of the end and all that. So yeah, yeah now you finish it. What are your thoughts? Right. And again, I'm going to be vague as to not like spoil major things. But I um, I I didn't dislike it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I had said to you, like, it's very there punchy. Like. There are moments I really like. There's mm-hmm. a lot of fun, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge stuff in it that he added after where he like kind of pokes fun at himself. And yeah. there's like a moment where he pokes fun at like something that happens in the main series, which I was like, oh, I, I see that reference that you made, sir. <laughs> but um, it's it's a lot of just, and then this happened and then this happened and then this yes. happened and then this happened. And I honestly, and part of it's my fault for taking so long to get through the book. 
But I didn't remember who half the people were. Like they'd yeah. introduce someone, they'd be in it for five pages or something, they'd disappear, and then a hundred pages later, you come back to them, and I'm like, I don't remember which sorcerer this is. I don't. Yeah. I don't know who this random merchant is. I think we met her before, but I don't remember her whole, de whole deal. And who is this person? And why are they doing this? And yeah, it was just a lot of um, of bouncing around from thing to thing to the point where there didn't seem to be too much of a connected narrative. It was yeah. just like Geralt going from. I don't know, job to job or gig to gig, but yeah, no, yeah, that, that's a very good description of it. Like the the feeling I had when I um, was done reading it was it felt like a collection of short stories yeah. that for some reason he turned into a novel. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what it was. Um, and if it was, I don't know why he did that. Like, um, I, I, I'm, I was a little confused as to the format because I was expecting just a standalone novel. I'm like, I knew yeah. it wasn't going to tie into, you know, the five later books. Um, but they, they don't sell it as a short story collection, like sort of destiny or the last wish. So I thought, you know, okay, good. Just like one and done standalone novel. Those are always kind of cool. Um, let's see what this is. And then, you know, like you said, it just, there is the narrative, but it, it kind of go, like you said, and this happens and this, yeah. like, and he gets into this little sort of right, predicament yeah. and gets himself out. And then he travels along. Then he gets into the second predicament yeah. and, then and there's no real connection between the two. And that happens like, you know, like, like throughout the whole book. Um, now some and, of them, Oh, go on. Oh, I was just gonna say, and then I was very confused by certain, like there's a big storm towards the end of it mm -hmm. that just suddenly oh, yeah. pops up with yeah. no explanation. And I was like, is this a magical storm? Is this a storm? Like, what is this? Why is this happening? Yeah. Is it, the book is called season of storms and he figured he needed to throw a storm in at the end. Yeah. I don't know, but it yeah, was just seemed like out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And like the, there's one bit it's with huge. a sorcerer. It's huge. It destroys like this yeah. whole, this whole, you know, town, right. Or something like, if, yeah, it's like not just a, a, a normal bad storm it's like yeah, yeah. Like it seems like it's magical or supernatural or right yeah and, you know and you don't quite get what um, and there's what this one it. like brief plot with a sorcerer who's kind of doing like an island of dr moreau mm -hmm. where he's experimenting on animals and making hybrids and stuff and you think that that's going to be the overarching plot but he's only in it for you're just like what is going on with this book yeah why yeah. why <laughs> yeah yeah um now it, there is um there are places, like there are moments I liked. There are yeah. things I like. I did like, even though, you know, she had, she has her sort of issues the way that a lot of these characters do, and especially a lot of the, the magic users do. Yeah. But I did like Coral. Mm -hmm. um, I thought she was an interesting character, and Geralt and Coral have some interesting moments together. Yeah. Um, and it kind of made me wish she got a little bit more love in the Netflix series than she does, you know? Like, she yeah. she appears in um, the end of season one and is one of the sorceresses Mages who dies. just, like, dies, yeah. Yeah, which she does in the books. Like right, that, you yeah. Know, she doesn't survive the Battle of Sodden, so it's not like they were not being true to the, the books. But it's just, like, because... They're ne I, I seriously, seriously doubt Netflix is ever going to adapt Season of Storms. You know, I mean, maybe they they reference it or nod to certain things in it, but I don't think we're ever going to get um, that novel adapted. Um, it would have been nice to have at least kind of given Coral a few more lines. I know, and, right? You know, make her a little bit more of a presence since she does have that history with Geralt in the books, and he, she is one of the sorceresses that gets some some real page time by um, on Jay Sapkowski. Um, but, um, 
but and yeah, she and really likes boats. She does like boats. Yeah, <laughs> she's got but a thing for boats. That's I, I thought that was kind of endearing because then mm -hmm. she doesn't she come from Skellige or something like I that? I think Isn't so. That yeah, we find out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other thing I I really liked, um, and we talked about this already, and so we're not going to rehash the whole storyline, but the the storyline with the you know the the aguara, the fox, yeah, the fox you know, spirit demon, yeah, chick um, thing, <laughs> yeah, and and basically. Um, you know, like I said, I read that like you you read that story already because you read the comics, which, mm -hmm. like I said, pretty, pretty, you know, um, like beat for beat adaptation of the story. Um, but I did like that. I thought that was one of the kind of highlights of the book for me was reading that story. And, you know, like, like you know, that felt like a good Witcher adventure to yeah. me. Um, and um, and so I, I I did enjoy that. I probably would have enjoyed it a lot less had I read the comic beforehand because then I'd be like, oh, I already know this part. Yeah. Um, but um, but I did think that was one of the the stronger parts of the book. That's me. But um, yeah, I'll let you have the last word on it since you're the one. Yeah, here. it it took me a while to get through. It was yeah. um, I didn't dislike it, but it definitely there. I felt, you, you know, you were talking about, oh, I didn't realize you were as far along as you were. Uh, the last I don't know, 50 pages or so, 60 pages, I would say when it really starts to get interesting and starts uh -huh. to fly. And then it's like, oh, OK, you know, there's this whole betrothal, not betrothal, but like wedding ceremony. And that's really interesting. And then the bit with the storm, even though I'm like, what is going on with the storm? Like that was uh -huh. interesting because there's all this peril and stuff. So that was a lot more engaging and interesting. And that definitely helped me get through it a lot faster. Yeah, I did read like 50 pages today just to get it done in time for this. But oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. On the whole. Yeah, I am. Like I said, is that, I was, is that what you were doing this morning when you told me you had all those meetings? Meetings? Like, no, I legit did have like 50,000 work meetings. But um, okay. yeah, it's just, well, I have uh, meetings. I have meetings. I, I got to go read a book right for a day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but um, yeah, I'm I'm glad to be moving on to the next one finally. So. Yeah, no, and I I have no doubt you'll like the next two books better. Oh, but I do think um, your recommendation was good. Like yeah. I'm glad that I didn't end on this book. I'm glad yeah. that I'm ending on the final book in the proper saga. Yeah, yeah, no, it 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 just feels like a more, you know, like a, a like a a more definitive ending, like the ending it's supposed to have, and yeah. you know, and. And perhaps bringing this to our 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 next part of the discussion, it's Ooh. um it's the ending that Sapkowski has always said is the end of his story. Um, the end and, of Lady in the Lake. Uh, um, the end of Lady. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the end of Lady in the Lake, and we're not gonna we're not gonna go into details about what that is. That's not you know we're not gonna spoil that for anyone who hasn't read it, including you. Including uh, me. Yeah. So um so yeah but you know he he's always said that's the end and and it feels like that's the end so coming back to this even though admittedly that little epilogue is a nice little um moment if you've yeah. read that last book um it's not so nice of a moment that it's like it's worth it it, it redeems everything you've read before and makes it that much better it's like it just doesn't it's just not a, it's a weird book so um yeah, and I think um I think you know like I I wonder what it must have been like for people 
who um who, oh, who were to big be like fans. such a fan and you're like there's gonna be a new book after like 10 years Woo! yeah and then you read that and you're just like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah oh 13 years or oh, 14 years yeah <laughs> is it like what, what like hardcore star wars fans went oh through man the... <laughs> and they got the, the prequels yeah, yeah jar jar binks and stuff <laughs> um so yeah, but it's interesting though that you mentioned that you like you forgot characters because that was a problem I had with it too, yeah. which is it's just very little of that book has stuck in my memory. Like I remember the moments I liked and that's about it. Yeah. Like you mentioned a Yennefer scene, mm-hmm. which is one of the interludes, and I'm like, wait, Yennefer is She's in it? Like, twice, I think. She's in two different interludes. Yeah. I had I I did not remember she and that Coral at all. Have a moment at towards See? the end where she and See? Coral hang out. Yeah. Now that you're saying this, I'm like, eh, maybe I remember that. But it's like I would have like totally like like laid money down, like, you know, gone to the mattress. That Like, no, <laughs> Jennifer's not in Season of Storms. It's you know, we do Geralt get and, we do, we do get confirmation Dandelion. that Geralt and Dandelion share hotel rooms. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's canon. There's, there's a lot of good Geralt and Dandelion yeah. moments in it. it. It really it does give them like it does kind of if it does one thing, I think very well, it's like it does sort of lay some groundwork for their friendship that largely just kind of how ha- you get bits and moments of and, yeah. you know, um, but like, like they're supposed to be good friends by the time any of this stuff starting with blood of or uh, blood of elves, any of that stuff starts happening. They're supposed to be pretty good friends. And it's like, this book gives you a sense of that. So I will give it that, that credit as well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if we don't have more to discuss yeah. about, season of storms i'm excited for you to get into um the next book um when you're when you're able to it's i think tower of swallows is your your next one Uh, yeah that's the second to last one right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's my next one um that'll be intro that'll be interesting when you segment a surprise me with that one (laughs) it'll be interesting because i really enjoyed that book yeah i would put it as one of my um probably top two if top three certainly if not Top two, and most people don't seem to like it as much. I'm fine. I know there's another lady. Does she show up in that one? Um, in the Hansa? Oh, it starts with um, an A or something. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, I mean, it's not too spoiler. Say her name, Angulem. She, um, she, I believe so. I don't think she shows okay. up. I don't think she she's one who shows up in the last book. No, she. I'm pretty sure she shows up in right, in cool. Tower of Swallows. Um, any of you guys listening? Um, you know, who know the answer to that question a little more definitively than I do. Um, well, I'll know. find out soon enough. Yeah. But, um, but hey, but I, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go, yeah. I was going to say, I won't say anything else about her. You'll, you can discover. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, like, yeah, moving on to our, our main subject mm-hmm. um, and, and getting back to what I said about that ending. So I don't know if like Sapkowski has said this in that, um, at that recent book show, or if it was in a previous interview, but at one point he did say he's not going to write any more sequels to The Witcher. He's like, any mm-hmm. other books will be prequels or sidequels or whatever you want, like set within yeah. the story that he's telling. Um, but n- there's not going to be any any Witcher sequels like that happen after um, um, Lady of the Lake. I mean, you know, I guess there's always a part you can say never say never, but that seems to be what he's saying now. So, um, so if he sticks to that, it just goes to show, yeah, that ending is meant to be definitive. I mean, um, I'd rather have someone say it's not going to happen than someone be like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to write more and then never do it. You know, yeah, I'd rather yeah. just have it. So it'd be a surprise if he decides to. Yeah, no, and for sure. And it's it's um, 
you know, I honestly, I think it'll be a surprise if he writes any additional books yeah. in spite of him saying all this, because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, he's um, he doesn't seem to be in any real hurry. Um, let's be real. He's not the youngest guy on on this planet, you know, um, like any number of things could happen that could keep this from 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 never becoming a reality. But let's say he's working on something and he's just being very mum about it. And, you know, he, he's able to to finish something. Yeah, it, you know, almost certainly will be um, like either a prequel to everything or some something, you know, some sort of side story set in the the world. But we like we don't know anything else about it. So I guess that's what it is, is we're going to talk about like what I'm curious what you would want to see yeah. if you had your your pick. Like if he was he would write he was going to whatever reason, write the book you wanted him to write. Or series, you know, you want him to write, um, what would it be? And then, you know, and I can, obviously, I'll share my thoughts as well. Yeah, well, like you said, I, again, not having read it, not 100% knowing the ending, but kind of knowing that the ending, mm -hmm. um, I I would like to see maybe some stuff within, you know, like side stories, stuff that happens earlier in the series. You know, I'm always a sucker for seeing dad Geralt maybe dad Geralt with young Siri at Kaer Morin doing something mm -hmm. there um or seeing the side characters develop more let Yennefer go off and have an adventure or Dandelion go off and have an adventure without Geralt something you know independent of Witchering which I know the series is the Witcher so Witchering is going to come into it at some point but just getting to explore like maybe some little short stories exploring some of the other characters or expanding with other Witchers you yeah. know, at the, in um, that's one thing that is in Season of Storms. You meet a cat witcher towards the end of it. So mm. there are other witcher schools. We know that other witchers exist. Let's maybe dabble with that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I, I think I'd forgotten about that. Or, you know, I probably would have taken more note of that if I had realized um, other witcher schools weren't in the, um, the five novels. Because, yeah. you know, since I had read this before those, I just, you know, I thought, and I had played the game. Um, I think I thought like, oh, we're going to be seeing other Witcher schools. And I didn't realize that was not something he really right. introduced originally. So, um, um, but like, I think let's, what I would ask you, start with this, um, you know, like there's a lot of things he could do, but it's like, say he's only going to write one book. Would you rather see him write another novel or would you rather see him write more short stories? Um, if it's set within the previously established universe and it's not a direct sequel, I think I would rather see short stories mm -hmm. because I think another novel, like it, it seems to have a pretty definitive end right now. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know how you would add to that with a novel. And I'm, I'm, I feel like dancing around it, but um, yeah, I think I would like to see a collection of short stories. And I kind of feel like that's what season of storms was trying to do anyway. So why not just go full collection of the shorts? See, I would, I, I, I agree with what you just said about Season of Storms. Um, and I think uh, more short stories, I, I would enjoy those. Um, I think it is possible to do a, a novel yeah. um, that's set prior to the ending of the book. It's just... Oh, that's true, like, yeah. Like, there's so much of Geralt's life we don't know. Like, I guess what I thought Season of Storms was going to be about was just like a, a Witcher adventure. Like, a good example would be, like, maybe that first... Um, comic story we read the one where you know um, it doesn't have Yennefer in it doesn't have mm -hmm. Siri in it doesn't have of have Yasker in it and it's just Geralt 
um, in that one guy at that one creepy haunted house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that I want to see that as a novel. I'm not sure that would be a novel. But, like, a novel-length, you know, version of that sort of story, something that's substantial. Um, You know, Geralt as a character is an interesting character. He's one who, um, you like, in another world, another universe... There could have been a Witcher show where it really was just almost like a um, uh, an episodic, like not yeah. not serialized, like adventure of each. I mean, it doesn't. It's not a weekly show, but you know what I mean. Adventure of a week where each week he goes out and kills another monster. See, very kind season of one supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, or or like like the X Files used to be. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. when they weren't doing their big mythology episodes, stuff like that. Like like I guess that used to be more common with TV. There's a, a a universe in the multiverse where there's a Witcher show that came out that was <laughs> like that, and um and you know and you could do that with Geralt. Now now is that the most interesting thing to do? Um, probably not. But like I wouldn't I would read that if he released a yeah. book like that. I thought that's what like I said. I thought that's what Season of Storms was going to be, and then instead you're right. It was a lot more like a short story book that you know for some reason he decided to force into a novel format, and um and so. Yeah, I'll I'll float this to you. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of short stories too. And one like idea I had, um, and I think this is borrowing a bit. I, I don't mean to keep dropping Star Wars. Heck, I'm not even <laughs> that like I like Star Wars, but I'm not even a Star Wars mega fan. We are the way casually that indifferent our, to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, the way that some of our friends and people yeah. we know are, um, like you know, like yeah. So so I, it's weird that I'm kind of doing dropping these deep cuts, but like. Um, you know, Star Wars had a series of novels that were like, you know, I tales, about the tales of the Jedi or tales from the, the Mos Eisley Cantina or, t- you know, they, like I think Tales from Jabba's Palace was like another one. And they were like, my you good know, friend, Angie um, from college. Hey, Angie, sup? She doesn't listen to this, but hi, anyway, I uh, was super into them. And I even though I never read them, I heard all about it because her username was Jaina for a long time. And yeah. she loved that whole thing. So I, I definitely know a thing or two, having not read the books about that universe. Yeah, yeah. And and so you had these, but where it was basically it was a collection of short stories built around a theme. And I always like that for um a short story collection you know like i think um i think those are a lot of fun especially when you're dealing with like a franchise that it has you know exists outside of this and so i was thinking like it'd be fun to do a collection of short stories and i was also thinking um sean Sean, i'll drop another one for you um the sandman endless nights it was a graphic novel a sandman graphic novel that was basically a collection of short comics um each one about a different member of the endless by Mm -hmm. a different artist and so i was thinking like let's do a tales of the witchers type of story where um it's a collection of short story maybe a collection of novellas you could maybe even do a little bit longer short stories and each one is a a story from one of the witchers we know so you could get a vesemir story lambert Eskel and a Cohen story so um maybe you even throw in this cat witcher you just alluded to or something like that um, or even you can even, you know, even throw in Siri, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, even with you not knowing the end, I don't think it's yeah. like, you know, too much to say, like she would, she could, there could be a way to fit her into that story, right. that book too. Well, I mean, and, I've often, I've often postulated is the title of the Witcher actually about Geralt yeah. of Rivia. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, is it perhaps about <laughs> yeah, no, someone I, else in the narrative? Yeah. I don't know if you've been the one who's always told me that or if I've heard other people say that. But well, like, if yeah, other people have said it, they are also brilliant. But yeah. 
Yeah. I, going off of what you're saying, though, like I like that idea of having a through line. You could also do a series of short um, stories that focus on different characters, but there's some sort of overarching plot that connects them all, whether it's a mm -hmm. monster or some sort of thing that affects everybody and how they yeah. react in different ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think like Kaer Morin as a, as a, like that part of Geralt's life, um, that part of the universe just has yeah. so much potential for this. And, um, and if you wanted to like, like go deeper and to think even a little bit longer, like, you know, and a lot of these are conversations that I feel like we've had with friends of ours about like, you know, potential of what they could do for Witcher games, like the, mm -hmm. the upcoming Witcher game and stuff. It's like, you know, why couldn't you? And we saw, you know, Netflix do a decent job with it with Nightmare of the Wolf. Why not do a book that's just based on Vesemir, you know, yeah. um, uh, like, you know, why not? Like, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a book that just totally focused on Siri. I mean, honestly, I would be. I'm wondering if there's a way to fit a novel um, that a story of, of her life in the basically set within um, yeah. um, Lady of the Lake, the last book. Because it's like I'd want the older Siri as opposed to little girl Siri. Yeah. Um, and it's like, like, well, there certainly could. Yeah. If he's not going to do a sequel, you can't set it after that. So it's like I, I, um, you know, I would I think, you know, her, she's got to have some good stories. I mean, that's why, you know, talking now quickly about the games, you know, it's why, like, I would not mind seeing Siri as a protagonist of, um, you know, potential Witcher game sequel. You know, like, I feel like. I know um, I feel like Brett and Lucy don't want that and other people <laughs> we talk to don't maybe don't. But I'm like, I wouldn't mind that series. Awesome. <laughs> um, you know, she, she she kicks ass and, you know, yeah, um, I think like that's the natural passing of the torch. So I don't know. I, I think obviously I like her. So she'd be cool. You could also do, um, you know, if we're doing theme collections of short stories, you could also. Like I said, the Tales from the Witchers, you could do Tales from the Hands, although I don't think he actually officially yeah, calls it that. Yeah, or Sorceresses, you know? You yeah. Expand oh, on yeah. the Brotherhood Tales, and what's Tales going on Tales from the Lodge or... or Tales from the Brotherhood, yeah. yeah. Um, you could do you several. Sapkowski, call us. We yeah. Can, we'll give yeah. you some ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the interesting thing about those books is they were written by um, different authors. So it's not like, you know, George Lucas was writing Oh, the Star Wars stories. ones, yeah. Yeah, and so... so this could be potentially something that comes maybe later, you know, maybe if, if Sapkowski, um, you know, decides to fully walk away in Witcher and maybe sell it to the rights to publish or to three CD project red or something like that, you know, fully, and then just kind of walk away from it. Um, or, you know, heaven forbid if you, you know, was to pass, but they wanted to continue the, the universe and novels afterwards, that could be an approach where it's like, you have a bunch of, um, you know, like professional, authors who are fans like contribute short stories you could also do that with the comics honestly like yeah. there's no reason they could do a fanzine too i mean which yeah. i realize isn't the same yeah. level of clout but yeah but it's like those are the ideas that come readily to yeah. me um you know like i do you know they're they're kind of all set you know earlier in 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 his life or you know outside of his story i think like um I think if you try fitting in novels within the stuff we already know is happening, the stuff that's already been written, you like, you know, fit a novel that takes place between, you know, um, time of contempt and, and baptism, baptism of fire contempt. or something um, like that would just be, um, I think, I think you run into trouble there, you know, like, I feel like that's when you end up 
maybe like coming up with things like season I mean, of storms. <laughs> I even well, I even noticed in season of storms, he kind of contradicts himself and stuff. Like there's yeah, well, he does a that whole a lot. thing. Yeah, but there's like a whole thing with Dandelion's cousin who I haven't finished the books, but my understanding is that they kind of go through the whole books not knowing who Dandelion is, and it's kind of like a reveal at the end that he's the Viscount de Lettenhof. Mm -hmm. But yeah, in the season of Storms, it's just like, oh, it's my cousin, and my cousin's calling me Julian, and nobody thinks anything of it, and da 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 And I'm like, wait, doesn't this completely contradict previously established canon? <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just took it as no one really pays attention to yeah Dan no Lyon. one cares no, no, no. <laughs> like whatever sure. yeah. <laughs> um no no he does contradict himself i mean oh, i yeah. don't i don't um i don't know off i can't get like pull off a bunch of examples off the top of my head well, tris's hair but, but yeah tris's hair you know but there are others like you know brett mentions that a mm -hmm. lot in his podcast you know people who basically people know the books a little bit more intimately than we do um like we'll we'll, we'll mention a lot of the times where he just kind of, you know, says, oh, and and then, then, you know, uh, says something different. Humans can apparently take Witcher elixirs. No mm. problem. Found that out in this book. <laughs> That's <laughs> the take, thing that happens. Who takes a Witcher el There's elixir? There's some uh, constable or something who gets beat up by like some thugs and he's, mm. they were going to saw off his leg, but Geralt's like, no, I'll just give him some Witcher elixirs and you won't need to amputate his leg anymore. And he does. Huh. And they're like, cool. Thanks for the assist, bro. We know your Witcher elixirs are a closely guarded secret. <laughs> I totally, totally forgot about that. Yeah. He's just like, okay, apparently that quest in Witcher 3 is null and void then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I so like I, your ideas, dude. I, I would read Tales of the Witchers and Tales of the Lodge. I think those are fun. I mean, and if they don't work as, um, as, as if, if he's not going to do short story collections or, you know, collections yeah. of novellas or series of novels that are like that. Um, hey Netflix, hey Lauren, yeah, you know, or, um, could or also work Dark as spinoff Horse. TV like, shows. Let's, yeah. We could pitch this yeah. as a comic series. Yeah, we know hey, some people. Hey Dark <laughs> we <know> Horse. Some <laughs> um, yeah, like there, it, it could work in other media mediums as well. But um, you know, I, I mean, if he, he was going to do more books, that's kind of the stuff that would would interest yeah. me. So, um, so yeah, I think that's that's what I would say. Me too. Know. Interesting news. Will it come to anything? Who knows? But yeah. fun to speculate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think that might be that might be it for this one. You yeah. know, we're we're um, we'll, we'll talk more um, about books, you know, off and on throughout our podcast um, through the we'll talk about the book, especially as Valerie mm -hmm. finishes the last two, two left, guys, you know, and then, of course, if this we ever year. get if we ever get more news, like ever more definitive news or more definitive news um you know we'll i'm sure bring up this topic again and discuss um and then we have more comics to get to get through eventually so um so we're not done talking about the books but i think that's about all we can say based off of this one <laughs> what is it how many words like six seven words like yeah, yeah there are the plans or whatever what is that? that's four <laughs> words <laughs> uh, but <laughs> hey for those drop. of you that are thinking about reading the books i definitely recommend tim's way of doing it we should give yeah. a special name like i don't know star wars has like some special name oh, for the yeah. order you're supposed to view the movies in yeah. like it's tim's version <laughs> yeah yeah Tim's um, version of how to read the books. <laughs> I mean, it makes it makes sense to me. It's surprising that like I get a lot of pushback on that. But I'm no, like, I agree because I think it'd be a total bummer to end it on. You know, it, yeah. the book is fine, but yeah. it's not the same level as the other ones, and it'd be yeah. kind of like a want want sort of way to end the series. So I'm yeah. glad I read it now, and that I still have two more to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing your thoughts on um, 
the Tower of Swallows. Mm-hmm. So when you get started on that. Um, Do they say the Tower of Swallows 57 times during the course of the book? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah but It's no not, time of contempt. <laughs> no time of contempt. It's, it's you know, it's a, it's a noun as opposed to yeah. uh, uh, what, what do you call the time? Like it's a descriptor like or a something? saying? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I yeah. don't know. Like it's, it's yeah, in reference to something. So it, it kind of it kind of hits a little different when yeah. they mention Tower of Swallows. Um, Not you know, shoehorning it in there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel doesn't feel like that. I thought I thought the baptism of fire was just as blatant as time of It is in there a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but this would be a baptism, baptism of fire. Of fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, we're, you know what? You know what's a baptism of fire, Valerie? Yeah. <laughs> um, this 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 whiskey I've been drinking. It's a little Oh, harsh. what have you been drinking? <laughs> oh, it's a uh, you know just some Jim Beam. So. Oh, I you know what know. I killed? Oh. I finally killed our uh, Polish rye whiskey from oh, our that? first ever episode. I thought we had already killed that. No, I had like a little. I think I had like a glass and a half left. So That's I just a, finally yeah. drank it, and now my bar is sad and well, it's, my bar is never empty, but you know. <laughs> That one is less a, bottle on it. That is also a baptism of fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had an ice so, cube in it and it was okay with an ice cube. So. Okay. <laughs> and on um, that note. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey guys, thanks always for listening. Um, yeah, thank you, you so know, much. Um, like follow us on, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, join our Discord. You can find the link to it on our Twitter and our Instagram. And write us reviews. Yeah, um, five stars, yeah. baby. We'll do a shot. We'll and if you shot. have any side quest suggestions, we are always looking for ideas for side quests. So hit yeah. us up. Let us any, know. Any of those places on our email, all of it's in our, you know, end credits. So um, but with that, I think next week we'll hopefully be back. Our next episode should hopefully be back to talking about Hexer. Um, so um, we look forward to that because it's been a it's been a few weeks. It's been a minute. Yeah. 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 Um, but until then, guys, um, be good to each other and we will see you on the path. path. Cheers. Whiskey with Witcher is a malcontent media production by Tim Beadle and Valerie Petrarca. Our producer is Sean Farina. For updates, pics, and behind-the-scenes shenanigans, follow us on Twitter at WhiskeyWitcher and on Instagram at WhiskeyWithWitcher. Want to express your undying love for Roach or recommend a good whiskey? Email us at whiskeywithwitcher at malcontent.media. Who knows? We might even get drunk enough to read your email in a future podcast. If you like what you've heard, toss us a proverbial coin by rating and reviewing this show on Apple Podcasts and subscribing wherever podcasts are downloaded. Cheers! Cheers!